Welcome. The following presentation from Answers in CME is part of an educational activity titled Inspiring Improved Outcomes in Advanced Non-Small Cell Lung Cancer, a patient-centered approach to integrating combination local regional and immunotherapy into care. To access the full program and supporting materials, please visit the activity URL in the episode description. This activity is supported by an educational grant from NovaCure Incorporated. Hello, my name is Dr. Tiziana Leal. I'm an associate professor and director of the Thoracic Medical Oncology Program at Winship Cancer Institute of Emory University. Today's program will discuss integration of combination local, regional, and immunotherapy approaches into the care of patients with advanced non-small cell lung cancer. And we'll start out by talking about the rationale for combining immunotherapy with local regional approaches in advanced non-small cell lung cancer. Non-small cell lung cancer is the most common form of lung cancer. The majority of patients are diagnosed at advanced stages of the disease, and the five-year survival rate is still poor and requires improvement, making this an unmet area for our patients with advanced disease. In addition, patients with advanced non-small cell lung cancer can have deterioration of their clinical scenario quite quickly during disease progression. For the majority of patients with advanced non-small cell lung cancer without a driver mutation, anti-PD-1 or anti-PD-L1 therapy with or without chemotherapy is the standard of care in the frontline setting. However, the majority of patients develop disease progression either during upfront treatment or after response. Among patients who have response to first-line therapy, they can have progression of disease with clinical deterioration. And unfortunately, because of that, there's a substantial percentage of patients, about 40% of patients, who are unable to then receive second-line therapy. Certainly, one of the big areas of unmet need is how can we enhance the activity of immunotherapy for patients with advanced non-small cell lung cancer? This is a major challenge in an area of unmet need in advanced non-small cell lung cancer therapy. One approach is to combine local regional strategies and immunotherapy because these have been shown in preclinical studies to exert synergistic anti-cancer effect. One strategy is to combine immunotherapy plus tumor-treating fields. Another approach that has been investigated is combining immunotherapy plus stereotactic body radiation therapy, or SBRT. In the next session, we'll review the mechanism of action of tumor-treating fields and the latest evidence on the efficacy of combining therapy with ICIs, immune checkpoint inhibitors, and TT fields for patients with advanced non-small cell lung cancer. Tumor-treating fields are electric fields that exert physical forces in the intracellular components of dividing cells, leading to an antimitotic effect. Using an intermediate frequency, TT fields at 150 kHz disrupts alignments of polarized subunits in spindle formation. In several preclinical models, under TT fields, the stress cells have downstream effects leading to immunogenic cell death. This enhances anti-cancer immunity and triggers a systemic anti-tumor immune response. In addition, the combination of TT fields with chemotherapy, specifically pemetrexid in a prior pilot study, was completed and demonstrated the safety and feasibility in patients with pretreated advanced non-small cell lung cancer. In the lunar study, 276 patients were randomized one-to-one to TT fields plus standard of care which included investigators' choice of immune checkpoint inhibitors or docetaxel versus standard of care alone. Patients then were followed every six weeks and continued on therapy until disease progression or intolerable toxicities. 
The primary endpoint of the lunar study was overall survival in the patients that received TT fields plus standard of care versus standard of care alone. In the lunar study, the primary endpoint of overall survival was met. The median overall survival and the standard of care arm was 9.9 months versus 13.2 months in TT fields plus standard of care with a hazard ratio of 0.74 and a p-value of 0.035. Of note, the curve separated early and maintained separation throughout. Key secondary endpoints included overall survival in ICI-treated patients and docetaxel-treated patients. The overall survival was particularly pronounced in the ICI-treated patients, with the median overall survival of 10.8 months in ICI-treated patients versus 18.5 months in TT fields plus ICI, with a hazard ratio of 0.63 and a p-value of 0.03. The overall survival in the docetaxel-treated patients was 8.7 months versus 11.1 months in TT fields plus docetaxel, with a hazard ratio of 0.81 and a p-value of 0.28. In the next session, we'll review the mechanism of action of serotactic body radiation and the latest evidence on the efficacy of combination therapy with ICIs and SBRT for patients with advanced non-small cell lung cancer. SBRT delivers high doses of radiation to relatively small target lesions. It's very effective and achieves greater than 90% local control. We've seen the efficacy and improved outcomes in early stage and oligometastatic non-small cell lung cancer studies. SBRT may have potential immunomodulatory effects, including induction of immunogenic cell death, it boosts recruitment of immune cells, and induces adaptive immune responses in distant metastasis, or the epscopal effect. Radiotherapy, augmenting the systemic anti-tumor immune response to immunotherapy, has been investigated in two early phase trials. On the left, we're seeing the PEMBRO-RT phase 2 study that included patients that previously received chemotherapy. And patients were randomized to pembrolizumab or pembrolizumab followed by SBRT in a sequential fashion. On the right, we're seeing the MDACC trial which was a phase 1-2 trial that included patients that could be either previously treated or newly diagnosed, and these patients were randomly allocated to immunotherapy with or without concurrent radiation therapy. These trials demonstrated promising activity and synergy of immunotherapy and radiation. However, given the small sample size of each trial, they did not meet statistical significance. Therefore, the two trials were analyzed in a pooled analysis, which included 148 patients. 76 of whom had been assigned to pembrolizumab, and 72 of whom had been assigned to pembrolizumab plus radiation therapy. The pooled analysis demonstrated that adding radiation to pembrolizumab immunotherapy led to increased responses and improved outcomes in patients with advanced non-small cell lung cancer. The PFS rate, which demonstrated improved PFS with the combination of pembrolizumab plus radiation of nine months versus 4.4 months respectively. The overall survival rate, which demonstrated improved overall survival of the combination with 19.2 months versus 8.7 months, with a hazard ratio of 0.67 and a p-value of 0.004. In addition, the obscopal response rate was 41.7% in the combination strategy versus 19.7% with pembrolizumab alone. The obscopal CR rate was 65.3% with the combination versus 43.4% with pembrolizumab monotherapy. In the next session, let's evaluate the available clinical data on the safety of combining ICIs in either TT field or SBRT for patients with advanced non-small cell lung cancer.
In general, immunotherapy has been safe and well-tolerated in patients with advanced non-small cell lung cancer. Endocrine pulmonary, hepatic, GI, and skin immune-related adverse events are the most common ones and in general can be easily managed. When combining TT fields plus standard of care versus standard of care alone, this strategy was well-tolerated. The only notable difference was dermatitis, which was seen in 43% of patients in the TT fields plus standard of care versus standard of care alone. The rates of grade 3 or higher dermatitis was low at 2% in TT fields plus standard of care. There were no differences in rates of pneumonitis or other immune-related adverse events. The median device usage was 15 weeks with immune checkpoint inhibitors and 13 weeks with docetaxel. Most device-related effects were grade 1 or 2 dermatitis, and dermatitis resolved in 87% of the cases with a median duration of 3 weeks. There were no grade 4 toxicities and no deaths attributable to TT Fields therapy. TT Fields is delivered through a portable medical device applied to the chest with two pairs of arrays. It's important to assess risk factors to prevent and minimize skin-related adverse events. It's important to ensure the skin is clean and well-shaved prior to array application. The transducer arrays are replaced every three to four days and repositioned by about two centimeters to an alternative layout. One should allow several hours between array removal and replacement. If there's evidence of dermatitis, topical treatments can be prescribed and are recommended, including corticosteroids or antibiotics. If the dermatitis is persistent, one can consider two to seven day interruption. The introduction of advanced radiation and imaging techniques to inform treatment planning and delivery has made reducing toxicity possible. Overall, concurrent lung SBRT plus immunotherapy is safe, although close monitoring is recommended specifically pneumonitis. With regards to pneumonitis, the rates of any grade pneumonitis between the two treatment arms are comparable. However, the rates of grade 3 or higher pneumonitis are higher with SBRT plus immune checkpoint inhibitors at 10.7% versus 0% in this study. The risk of SBRT-related toxicity can be mitigated by adhering to strict dose constraints to normal tissues and using advanced modalities of radiation to decrease the risk of toxicity. In the next session, we'll discuss whether these novel combination approaches might be incorporated into the current treatment paradigm for patients with advanced non-small cell lung cancer. Based on the result of the Lerner trial, patients in second line on beyond have a new treatment approach that incorporates TT fields with immune checkpoint inhibitors or docetaxel if they've had progression on prior platinum-based chemotherapy. There are contraindications to use of TT fields. If patients have implanted electrical medical devices, TT fields is contraindicated. The company will provide support for the patient when they are prescribed TT fields by their oncologist. A device support technician delivers the portable medical device to the patient's home and provides education. A caregiver is not needed. However, if the patient does have a caregiver, education can also be provided to the caregiver. TT Fields therapy is recommended for continuous use and the system is delivered directly to the patient's home by a device support technician who provides training and is also available for telephone support. SBRT can be used for patients in different clinical scenarios. In combination with immunotherapy, patients will be selected based on the number and volume of metastatic lesions. Specifically, thinking about reducing pneumonitis, that's quite important. In addition, it is very important to have a multidisciplinary discussion. With regards to treating patients with advanced non-small cell lung cancer and, importantly, improving outcomes, multidisciplinary management is key.
In conclusion, for patients with advanced non-small cell lung cancer without a driver mutation, further strategies are needed to enhance immunotherapy activity. We discussed the strategy of combining immunotherapy plus tumor treating fields based on the Phase three lunar study, which demonstrated improved overall survival benefit in patients who receive tumor treating fields therapy and standard of care, with a particularly prominent benefit in patients who received immune checkpoint inhibitors plus TT fields therapy. We also showed the results of immunotherapy plus SBRT, which demonstrated promising results in randomized phase 1-2 studies. Future clinical trials investigating TT fields or SBRT with immunotherapy are underway in patients with advanced non-small cell lung cancer. Keynote B36 is investigating the combination of pembrolizumab with TT fields in a randomized phase 2 setting as first-line therapy in patients with advanced or metastatic non-small cell lung cancer whose tumor expressed pdl one 1% or greater. In addition, there are two trials underway investigating the combination of SBRT with immunotherapy in first-line for patients with metastatic non-small cell lung cancer. Thank you for listening. Please visit the activity URL in the episode description to view all program materials, complete the post-test, and get a certificate.